transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. Recording in progress. So before we get <laughs> before before we get started, I do have to plug something, and I normally don't do this type of shit, and it's probably the most I've been active on my Instagram in a really long time. But by the time this episode comes out, I'm assuming this episode is going to come out on Sunday, uh, which would leave four more days for round two. So for anybody that's listening, uh, uh, I'm in a, uh, this thing called Face of Horror. And essentially, um, it comes down to, you know, who can get the most votes. So I don't really have much of a uh, social media presence, but because of, you know, people around me that are fucking awesome, I've made it through the first round. I'm in the second round right now. There's, uh, as of right now, there's six days left in the second round. Um, and the top 15 from each group make it. And right now I'm currently 16th. So I need to move up a, a spot or two if I'm going to make it safe to the next round. So anyone that's listening, please go to my Instagram, uh, FitzyD27, F-I-T-Z-Y-D-27. The link's in my bio. Please, it's free to vote every day. Uh, 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 and please, you know, share it, pass it on. It would be very, very, very greatly appreciated. So now that that's out of the way, Hell yeah! And what's it? What's the contest called again? Uh, Face of Horror, and uh, you know whoever wins, you know, you know, it's just one of those things. Where, like I said, I feel like whoever wins it is probably someone that you know is a heavy social media. Um, but whoever wins it, it's um, uh, it's a two night stay in Buffalo Bill's house uh, from Sounds of the Lambs. Oh, no. uh, it's a meet and greet with Kane Hodder and a photo shoot in Rue Morgue Magazine. Um, and then also $13,000, which, uh, honestly, the rest of it is more enticing, obviously. Um, oh, and a small role, uh, in a, in an indie horror film, uh, directed by Jim Vendiola, who's the guy that's, that's running it. So it's a fucking cool contest, man. Make it happen. Smash his link. You know where he, he said it. it's in this fucking bio. We'll keep posting yep. about it on old heart too, but. It's uh yeah, yeah it's exciting it. that you made it past the first round though and you're now in the second round the second yeah because because the first cut was like more than half the field so it's like the next cut it cuts down to fifteen in each group then it cuts down to ten in each group then it cuts down to five in each group uh uh and then um the second place from each group goes to like a last chance uh voting around and then they join uh the the number one person from each group and they go into the final round so we'll see uh like i said i, I i'm honestly surprised that i made it this far you know um if i can jump up a couple spots and make it into the next round i feel like that's where things are going to start getting really hairy so you know if i can get people to go vote every day for free the more the better we'll see what happens damn right Get but anyway, going. we are talking. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite sound clips. Dude, we are talking about such an interesting. And it's just like when I saw the movie, I was like, oh, man, this is probably some like campy, you know, uh, uh, I was not expecting like this uh, 
crazy fucking Japanese movie that has some like very like you can tell there's some like Jalo vibes. Like I got a lot of like Argento vibes from some of the kills. Like, dude, it was such a it was such a nice surprise. Yeah, man. Uh, 1988's Evil Dead Trap. That's, yeah, it's uh, it was it was definitely a movie that caught me off guard, especially yeah. the ending. I will say. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> the ending. Yeah, was- apparently, there's like a second and a third one. The second one's called like uh, Evil Dead Trap Two. I believe it's called Hideki, which is uh, as we'll get to the name of one of the characters, and then there's a third one. I'm not sure if the third one, but uh, you know uh. These are not to be confused with the American horror franchise, uh, The Evil Dead, obviously. Yeah, exactly. So. It's uh, and that that is what like what can uh, I think as soon as somebody sees Evil Dead, they think it's like it's somehow associated in maybe like a you know demonic possession kind of way or something. But no. this this movie completely catches you off guard. Absolutely. Uh, and you're right. Like it's got some really interesting um, influences throughout it. You can you can totally. tell. Totally. And uh, I loved totally. I loved the kills in this movie. Just you know, just to preface them, I loved them. I think the uh, the blood work and stuff like that was was you know kind of like you were talking about. You can tell it has these like Jalo uh, homages oh, wow. almost. Oh you yeah. Know? And, uh, two of the two two of the kills, which are probably the, the two best kills, seriously could have came out of an Argento movie or an Italian horror movie. Like they're you know, yeah. And and yeah. I will say this: the 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 twist. Not to give too much away before we dig into it, but the tw- the ending, the twist and on the ending, uh, in a weird way, it, it reminded me of um, the recent movie Malignant. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I completely agree. In this strange way, and I was like, like, I just couldn't help but wonder. I was like, I wonder if there is some sort of influence from this movie you never into know. Malignant. You know, and yeah, I, I, I was literally thinking that same exact thing. Yeah, and you so never know. There could be. It was really. It's a really interesting movie. Um, it is. You know, and uh, so it, like it, you know, it opens up. Uh, it, it's kind of a slow-paced movie for for like this b- opening. I'd say, like, it can, you know, you kind of you get introduced to the main character Nami, mm-hmm. um, who's like the host of a late-night television program where she yeah. gets like viewer submission tapes, and, and she's like the uh, she's like the Japanese female. Um, uh, David Letterman. <laughs> <laughs> she like, uh, it's kind of funny. Like in the beginning, you know, like you, you, she has this like. It's like she's ending the show or something. Like I can't, I can't remember exactly. But it's like she has this line where she goes, you know, like neck, you know, it's some, she like mentions like you can't all just use sexy or maybe you need to use sexier voices or something like that. It's, it's like yeah, this yeah, really funny be- thing. Yeah, we're led to believe that like, she, like she asked for viewers to like submit uh 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 videos of some sort um yeah because yeah. uh she ends up coming across like uh like you said uh the broadcast ends she gets a cup of coffee she heads into um like a sound room and there's actually a cool shot where she like walks through the door and the camera it looks like the camera like goes through the wall and passes all these different parts of the wall yeah. um she goes into like a sound room and picks up a manila envelope uh and on the manila envelope and this movie is obviously it's japanese or subtitles uh uh but it says uh for those who can't sleep 
uh, to Nami. And uh, she opens it up. It's a VHS tape, and she goes over and pops it into the, B- the VCR. Yeah, man. And, you know, it's like, it's an interesting, it's interesting. So the tape, it uh, kind of showcases um, sort of like, you know, directions almost to, or, you know, you're following whoever's taping it to uh, like this particular place. They show you like a, kind of some road signs and stuff as you're like leading to wherever mm. it's going. And, but then, you know, then it kind of takes this turn. Oh, yeah. And all of a sudden you see this, like, there's like a woman who is, you know, kind of chained up or whatever. And uh, it's, oh, my God, it's actually one of the gnarlier shots, like almost right away in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like, you know, like somebody's toying with this woman. And next thing you know, there's like a blade that just kind of like appears and like like cuts cuts the lady's like bra off so her titties are out and then she like and then like plunges the knife into their leg and mm-hmm. you see this like slow cut like upward almost like right oh, into the fuck. flesh and it's fucking gnarly and yeah. then just stepping it up even further the person behind the camera takes that blade and then just slowly pops it right into oh. this lady's eye and you see the like like the eye burst basically and like like white viscous fluid comes out of yeah. it yeah and this is like the first of many like like where i'm talking about where i got you know uh like homages to uh italian cinema because like Lu- lucio fulci like was a master of eye horror okay. uh there's like that particular scene in zombie um where the where the where the woman she like the a zombie like she's like behind a door like a, a wooden door and it splinters and the zombie yeah. like oh my god anyway it's one of those yeah that's one of those gnarly and that's what i mean where it's like it that ha- and like it's like the pacing in that scene that you're talking about mm. uh is like so intense that like it it just completely uh create it's like time makes the whole situation like goes you know even more nerve-wracking and that's kind mm-hmm. of what mm-hmm. you see throughout a lot of this movie is that like some of the pacing of this movie leads you to be a little more on edge true and, and when something like this happens you're just like Fuck. yeah because not mm-hmm. only do they stab her in the eye and like you said like liquid pops out but then uh like whoever is, is holding the knife starts to like slice up yeah. uh like up through her eye and up into her forehead. It's gnarly. Yeah, it's pretty. It's grotesque. But yeah, we seem to be watching like a snuff film. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but it also you know. cuts like right at the end of it. It cuts to like a shot of Nami oh, that's from one right. of her broadcasts, and she, that's you know, right. so she has this moment where she's like, "That's me! Holy shit!" Like, yeah. like this was directed at me. Like, mm-hmm. it's yeah. even more nerve wracking. Not, it's not yeah. just a snuff film. <laughs> you know, it's a right baiting her. And then yeah. that leads Nami to to kind of corralling her team, you know, for the yeah. show. And because uh, because real real quick, she has like an interaction with uh, what I could only assume is like like her boss or one of her higher ups. But he seems to think that it's like a prank. Uh, but she wants to look into the get it, get to the bottom of it and wants to go see if it's real. Yeah. So that's you know, like you said, it leads into this scene where. Um, continue with what you were saying well yeah you know like she basically you know like i said she kind of gathers the team and then 
yeah. they decide to basically like follow the directions that that they saw in the movie and yep. head to that destination to sort of authenticate it. They even have a mention where uh, they're like, "What if we find a body?" And some one of the other people just you know is just like, "Well, then that'll make us stars," you know, because like, because this is like a crazy news story. <laughs> True, because yeah, it, it starts out as Nami. And then her three uh, colleagues, uh, Masako. Mm-hmm. And then there's two that have a really similar name. There's uh, Ray and Rai. Yeah. Uh, very similar names. And then uh, um, Kondo, who is a male, um, you know, they, they he comes into the room to bring one of them something. And uh, Nami asks him if he likes horror movies. Um, and then asks him to be the bodyguard. And he, you know, is kind of like, well, helping you girls is always trouble. Then, like you said, the next scene, they're all piled together in a car. They they pass the toll booth from uh, the beginning of the video. And like you said, you know, they're, they're, they, they have like a monitor uh, in the car. And so they're watching, like you said, they're watching the video to find these landmarks, to find their way to this particular location. And they seem to come across this like... Um, giant you know it looks like like a, a rundown factory of some sort and there's like a, an endless amount of buildings sheds and stuff so yeah well and i think it's like what what it ends up being is like um like a like an abandoned it's like just i think it's an abandoned army base quote unquote oh and, yeah 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 but it's okay. just like it basically it looks like this derelict like industrial industrial like area you know what i mean yeah because there's uh, even like a there's even like a sign on the gate that talks about you know unauthorized entry. So yeah, it is some kind of base. That's right. Yeah, and and you know one like you have this like interesting cut. Like so like on the journey there, there's just this brief like moment where they almost like hit a dog, and then they kind of like focus on the dog as it like runs off the road, and that's mm-hmm. the first time you see this random character that you mm-hmm. end up getting introduced to. But it's like this like you know dude in like a dark suit and he's just like hanging out by one like a tree on the side of the road and they don't notice him right but he you're just, just like he's smoking a cigarette yeah you're just like who the what the fuck is this dude doing here <laughs> like, right right <laughs> but yeah so anyway they you know they kind of uh you know like you said they sort of run into that gate and you know you, you, you can see that there's no authorized personnel they end up uh you know the gate just like you know i think the lock ends up just like being unlocked and they end up yeah, you know yeah. getting getting in there um yeah because condo's like you know there's a bunch of chains in a lock and he he's like oh we're gonna have to find another way in and nami seems to just like walk up and touch <laughs> the lock and it, it's unlocked so yeah. which is also so. like uh, it's foreboding because you're just like absolutely somebody wants you there man <laughs> like 100 percent. oh yeah and uh, so yeah but of course uh, uh 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 it being a horror movie um they decide to split into three groups yeah i was just gonna say of course they split up here <laughs> man like, <laughs> fuck yeah, it yeah. uh <laughs> Na- nami seems to want to go off her on her own so uh uh ray and Kondo go together and then raya and masako go together and um uh, Kondo and ray seem to have this conversation about where it's alluded to that like uh you know they've have some sort of um <laughs> sexual a- relationship because yeah, he, he talks about like being essentially there's like a joke <laughs> that 
<laughs> we're led to believe that he couldn't get it up the night before. Yeah, they basically their conversations basically like, "Listen, man, you had like whiskey dick the night before," and like, and she calls him impotent at one point. No, I thought. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And, and the, yeah, this basically discussed the fact that the dude just couldn't get it up the other day. Which, hey. It's just, it's just, I mean, dude, I've gotten whiskey dick before. It's real. It Everyone sucks. has. Everyone it has. But you're you know, lying. You're you're lying if you said you haven't. So. Yeah, exactly. It's just really funny that like they threw that conversation. <laughs> it's so <laughs> random. But yeah, so it kind of establishes that you know they're they're more than friends. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so, uh, you know, like we said, Nami's on her own. Uh, she heads into what lo- kind of looks like a, and it's not the only building that looks like this, but it sort of looks like it's like a factory of some sort. Yeah. Um, she seems to hear a weird noise and she ends up coming across a uh, 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 a bird carcass with a bunch of bugs crawling around it. Yeah. Um, and she turns around uh, to see... Um, a door propped open and that gentleman that you're that mysterious gentleman you're mentioning um earlier standing there we don't get his name quite yet no but uh but he's, he's cool like as said, fuck dude <laughs> yeah, he's he's smoking a cigarette again and a sunglasses a suit you know he's like a k-pop star essentially dude and uh it's funny because you know like he, he basically like you know kind of gives her this like warning you know uh, and tells her to be careful and shit. And <laughs> yeah. And then he just walks away. He's like, he's like, be careful. Stay on guard. Stay on guard. Yeah. And then he just turns around with his stoke and starts walking off into the, like, into the, you know, wherever. But it's funny because, like, oh. on top of his, like, all black suit and how slick he looks, this dude's just rocking some fucking sandals underneath it. That's like, right. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's something, yeah. man. He also has this line about uh, he tells her that it's this isn't a playground for adults. Um, but yeah, he kind of just like it's super, super random. You know, he just she kind of like turns around, gets jump scared. You know, she asks him why, why he's there. And then he like you said, he just tells her to, uh, you know, be careful, lights up, a lights up a smoke and saunters off. Yeah. It's, so you're like, OK, exactly. It's. it's you don't know what to make of it because especially because like on top of that like like we said he just like he just seems to appear all Mm -hmm. of a sudden there Mm -hmm. you know you're just like Mm -hmm. there's you know so it feels like you know they're they're leading you into something right away with him totally Um, uh but yeah it's you know i think then it kind of follows up with which one ray it's ray it's ray and you know also kind of uh you know, you see her kind of like wandering around again through like sort of like everything's just sort of derelict and like busted up. And this one looks more like like it was like a wood shop type area. There's like yeah. uh, vices and and like wood shop tables. Um, but yeah, derelict's a good word for it. It's like a dilapidated, you know, rundown old place, you know, and yeah. so much so that like as she's walking through one of the lights hanging from the ceiling um falls down and, and shatters you know and and uh startles her yeah and it's so it's like you know that that's kind of like a, a quick little like you know jump scare almost and then but then uh, also even for, like in a weird way all like shortly after that 
she, there's like this slow scene where she almost steps on like a snake. Yeah. It's just like there and the snake like kind of like slithers up her leg a little bit like it's going to bite her and then like goes away. And it's just, you know, it's, it's all just, all these things are just slowly kind of nerve wracking and they're just Absolutely. slowly building on each other. And yeah. we haven't mentioned the score yet. There's this like re reoccurring song or like theme throughout all of it. That is another like almost like Argento-esque totally. you know, like, like theme. It's a banger. Yeah. It, and yeah dude and it like what's interesting is that you hear it in a variety of different situations throughout this movie mm -hmm. and every time you hear it it makes you a little more unsettled i feel like i completely completely agree it's, it's just so, so like it's a nerve-wracking type of you know dread yeah. when that when that song comes on because she but, ends up uh it's, i think this might be one of the first instances of that um Cause like we said, she, she, the snakes happens. She ends up walking backwards and like falls through a set of doors. Um, and then in this room she's in, there's like this large cabinet dresser and it starts to shake. Um, yeah. you're, you're like, Oh shit, what's happening here? And she gets closer. And this whole time you're like, where the fuck's condo at? Like, did he really like leave her alone? Just uh, <laughs> but then, you know, cla cl classic move. He pops out and he has his arms up like a like a universal, you know, like Bella Lugosi, uh, yeah. uh, or you know, like type. And he even has like he even has like fake vampire teeth in. Um, and you know, she fucking pushes him over. He breaks his glasses and then uh, he reacts by basically telling. And this is kind of creepy. He tells her that he's feeling up today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that he can do it and then he starts like 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 uh grabbing her and pushing her down you know like he you know he he's trying to fuck in this like creepy ass old rundown building yeah it's a very weird situation to want to just want to just lay some pipe in you know uh mm -hmm. yeah and so like you know it, you kind of briefly um move you know kind of follow up with a couple other of the members and they're you know taking photos of you know themselves real in the... real quick though um i don't know if you're just about to mention this but this is the first of it happens a couple times throughout the movie where there's like these really weird uh 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 it's like and it's in black and white when it happens but there's like these really weird like shots where it's like black and white and choppy and it'll just be like random shots like a building or whatever and it happens a couple times but i think it happens the first time here yeah you're right uh, it's and it's not just like a still shot some sometimes like this like you you actively see the can you're following the camera moving through it's like part jerky of the yeah, yeah it's like jerky movements and then we follow up we, we you know uh we're with masako and uh ryan now yeah um and that's what and, i mean they're uh, just kind of discussing like what they're doing there really and like yeah if, you know it, uh, it's real of, quick yeah because then it quickly jumps back to uh condo and and they're they're just bucking down now yeah like like, like straight yeah. up like they're he, just he seems to be giving it to her good yeah uh, yeah he, and they're like, like he said he's up today <laughs> he's yeah <laughs> they're they're like you know normally it's like the sex scene in like a horror movie it's like one position but they seem to be like flipping positions and they like flip into a third uh position before uh there's yet another like black and white 
uh, choppy shop. And then we see that uh, uh, Raya now is walking through like this wooded area. Um, then it cuts back to Kondo and Ray. They get dressed and uh, talk about how their clothes are dusty and, and how they need to find a faucet to get the dust off their clothes. Um, and then and it cuts back to uh, uh, Raya, who's still stumbling through the woods. And then she actually bumps into Nami. And Nami's like, well, where the fuck's, you know, she doesn't say that, but she's like, yeah. where's Masako? And she's like, oh, you know, she's taking pictures. She wanted to take pictures of the buildings. And uh, Raya mentions how, you know, she has a bad feeling about this place and she wants to leave. Which is understandable. I would also have a bad feeling about this place. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. It, and so that, you know, there's all this, the, they're, like you said, they're kind of outside discussing this. And then you sort of have this mm. wild moment where mm-hmm. um, you kind of like, you know, from inside the building, you see this hand kind of go up the side of uh, and of, of this you know of the floor or whatever and the next thing you know like a guy kind of pulls himself sort of up and he has a you know gag in his mouth and he's like it's like he's re- trying to reach out you know to them or something but yeah but, but really quickly this uh boot just kind of comes down on his hand and like you know crushes it so he falls back into this pit where he's chained up and <laughs> Yeah. And, and then you see for the first time this mysterious figure who's like in I don't know like a black poncho with a hood. Yeah. It uh, kind of it kind of looks like he's almost wearing like because uh, I remember my somebody my my uh, stepbrother and I um, we used to make a series of uh, no budget uh, horror movies um, and the, and you know he, like you said he's kind of wearing this black poncho but the mask. It's, it looks similar to this thing that my uh, stepbrother used to wear when he'd go hunting. And it's kind of like a see-through mesh like thing that he would put over his face. Um, you know, not only to for camouflage, but like the way if he was like duck hunting and he's a place where there was a lot of bugs, it would keep him away. And that's what it kind of looks like. Oh yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you can't you can't make out anything about who this person is. Not at all. And it's very quick. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and but it's just so you're just like you know because because of the nature of it, you're just like what the f- like fuck was that like mm-hmm. you know because mm-hmm. then it kind of uh, you know follows back up. Um, oh my god, with what? Ray, yeah, with Ray. I keep getting, I keep get it together. <laughs> uh, and and you know she seems to have found. Well, this is like strange to me, but she seems to have found a faucet to wash the dust off of some of her clothing. It almost uh, looks like it was like an emergency shower room or something. Yeah, it looks like a chemical shower. You know. Yes, like that's what of, I was. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah, and, that's uh, exactly. You know, and so you know, then you know, Ray hears like a, a you know some sort of noise, piques her interest, and you know follows. She follows it into the other room, thinking it's it's Condo again, fucking with mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. Um, you but know, it's not. It's not. You know, she. Uh, and this is another like, uh, what? Because what? Ha- what is? What falls on her? Well, yeah. It's like at first, like she, you know, like, like you know, something drops in her head, and it turns out to be like a maggot. And she looks up, and there's just like maggots like rotting through the floor, of yeah, the, through the ceiling, you know, which and, is like st- straight out of Suspiria. So yeah. that was another like, uh, 
it's yeah. a cool nod, you, man. It's just, it's it, just like there's, they're all throughout it, and yeah, you know, and then, and then, you know, so this, uh, you know, she kind of it, it bumps into like a closet or whatever, and it, it and sort of the closet opens up, mm-hmm. and then just out pops this gnarly looking like corpse of a woman. That's it's the star- woman. It's the woman from the snuff video. Yeah. And so it's, and they, they were, they were thinking, you know, they were talking about it earlier. Like, what if we find a body, you know, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> and this, so this startles her backwards and she kind of bumps, you know, bumps into this wall and then just boom, oh out God. of nowhere. This like, Oh, I didn't do this. It was this, wild. I and I, there's no way you could have ever expected this. It was one of the most creative, cool, uh, uh, visually stunning kill scenes that I've ever seen. Uh, uh, and that's saying something. Um, well, do you yeah. want to describe it or do you want me to try to describe it? Go for it, man. Because it, it, like it, it is really cool. It is really fucking cool. Because this closet uh, seems to like, oh, the closet, like it's like a, like a shelving unit or something or a closet door, but it seems to like open by itself, uh, which some more type of stuff like that starts to happen later. But like you said, the, the the corpse of the of the of the woman from the stuff video falls out, startling her. She seems to fall back into like a chair, uh, um, and then out of fucking nowhere, when I say giant, I mean giant. This giant blade emerges from the wooden floor, fucking stabs her through the chest. Yeah. Then a second one comes out, stabs her through the side, goes through her, sticks into the wall, and then even further from that, a third one protrudes from behind her. So there's like three different fucking blades sticking through her. Uh it's absolutely fucking amazing, dude. It is incredible. It, yeah. It's intense, man. It, oh, it, yeah. And you know it, yeah. It's just it, it catches you so off guard because you're just not, you 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 just don't expect like yeah. that. I mean, you expect some people to be start being killed off, you know, because it's a horror movie. But you're just you. I'm so I was so surprised by the creativity of it all. Yeah, because you're like like where did that come from? Like how did the person see there was there? How did what two come up from the ground and one come up from behind? So it's just like it was wild. You could have never saw it coming, and it was fucking incredible. Yeah, dude. Like, I, I, the, yeah. The, the, the moment that kill happened, because like you said, the first part was a little slow. Uh, uh, that moment that kill happened, I was like, God damn, I'm so glad I'm watching this movie right now. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, and, it, you know, and it's just, you know, it's it's one of those things, like, it, it's cool. It's an awesome kill, and then it's like they don't, they don't focus on it too much you know they make it happen and then they just mm-hmm. keep the story moving from that point you know what i mean right um rightfully you know, so yeah cuz you know then you follow up with uh uh oh my god dude uh nami and ria and they are like kind of you know they start just they're like walking back towards their car at this point yeah yeah cuz in that in that brief scene earlier uh you know, they talk about heading to the car because it's getting cold. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so they so they head back there. Uh, God damn it. Who's waiting in the car, though? That's it's Kondo. Kondo's... Motherfucking Kondo. He's, wait, you know, back in the car. Uh, it's it's interesting 
like they show a shot of the video like right after that kill they show a shot of the video the snuff film being played in the vehicle and they show the yeah eye yeah um, that's know. right yeah that's right and so yeah they uh you know they kind of talk about how it's going to be dark soon um and that you know like maybe it's maybe it's you know they also not- talk about like the authenticity about the video yeah um which oh. looks authentic if you fucking ask. Yeah. <laughs> and Nami also says how uh, she thinks that someone's calling her there and that's why she's here. Because uh, this, because like uh, Rhea's try, like pleading for her, like she wants to leave. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Which is, which, you know, right? I, you know, there's always going to be like, so here's the thing. Uh, I, you know, I'm on those people that's always been intrigued by like, like, um, um, exploring like abandoned places. So like, if I came across that, like I'd be down, that's not for everybody. So of course there's going to be that one person that's like, dude, let's get the fuck out of here. This place is creepy. Yeah, it's true, man. Um, but you but know, the- journalistic integrity must, <laughs> must yeah, prevail. Cause, that, Cause out of nowhere, um, Masako runs up, um, and tells them that she found the place, like referencing like uh, the place where the where the where the uh, the snuff film was was filmed. Um, and there's this cool shot of them like in the background uh, by the car, and in the foreground is the killer from like the waist down. Um, yeah. So and so, yeah. and so you know that like they are actively being watched, you know. Totally totally and so like you know they're like they are just being led into this like uh, this trap Tra- really trap know, for lack of yeah them. um yeah. so yeah, they leave and, a note they, what's that i was gonna say yeah they so they end up uh leaving a note on the car and they f- venture back into the building yeah yeah you know commenting on how dark it is in there and like you know it's they have uh, another jump scare moment you know where they in this room full of TVs, broken oh, yeah, TVs. Because yeah, like, they're using like uh, um, Masako is using like her camera flash as like a strobe light because it's like a super dark building. Yeah, and, and yeah, Kondo is a little scamp, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and and jump scares them again. Um, Punk. Uh, but you know that's that that's not even like the the big scare in this scene because because no because they oh see something at the end of this hallway mm-hmm. and what's it look what's it look like i mean it just kind of looks like a like to me it looked like from afar it looked like uh you know the killer from like the shot of the killer from earlier it looked like like the like some sort of like you know hooded cloak like thing just dangling there and it's almost like ghost like in a way okay. but but then it gets closer and closer starts moving towards them mm-hmm. and then boom it's motherfucking Rhea from earlier and she's just you know obviously she's fucking dead and it's like it's you know it's like the body just goes like fl- like it like run- it goes all the way to the end of the hallway and like baps into the wall at the end and yeah. that's when they realize it's their friend, you know. Yeah, it was all like a hook on like a pulley system or something yeah. on the ceiling, like a fucking yeah, slab it, of meat. <laughs> it's it's a cool shot because, like you said, you just see that see it at the end of the hall, and it slowly gets closer. Um, and yeah, they. I didn't think that they were. Go- I didn't think that uh, 
they were going to realize their friend was dead that quick. So it was it was kind of a surprise. Yeah. Um yeah, dude, they just like see their fucking dead friend's body hang like you said, hanging like a piece of meat. Uh you know, um uh 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 Raya ends up throwing up, uh she runs off, um Masako tries following her and then like randomly a few feet ahead of them, like pieces of the feeling feeling, pieces of the ceiling start to fall to the ground. Like uh, some of it almost falls on Masako. Yeah. Um and then uh 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 you know raya has run farther off as the other three are 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 following and she ends up uh in this like super super dark room um sees some sunlight sneaking in from a door that's like slightly ajar so she ends up heading outside and mentions to herself like as she's running that uh she's gonna get the police and get help and continues to run off so you're like okay like all right, so she's gonna go get some help. Yeah, you know. yeah. Hope, hopefully, hopefully, help comes soon. <laughs> you know, um, right? Because the 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 other three, they end up like running into like a part of the warehouse that's like a there's like it's just like a barred door or gate, yeah, was, you know, blocking their way. Yeah, it was almost like a yeah, it was weird. And uh, and you know, Mako kind of approaches and just like you know from behind the the bars a knife comes out and slices her cheek yeah and you're just like what the fuck dude and like obviously this causes her to like you know you know they kind of scatter they run she falls into you know trips a couple you know running away and yeah, uh, they, she like she she breaks part of her heel yeah that's it on one of her shoes yeah, and so you know, like Nami and Kondo are like, you know, they, 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 they're separated basically at this point. And I mean, like that, like it's it, you know, but there's just all these things that just keep happening that you're just like, yeah, they're just like this can't be random, like yeah, because because uh, um, Nami and Kondo like they run off in front of her, uh, in front of uh, Mako. Or Mas- uh, so it's weird because they call her Mako, but uh, 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 her name is in the movie is credited as Masako. So anyway, like we mentioned, because she she fell and like part of her heel broke, so uh, she's trying to catch up with Kondo and Nami, but they seem to like run and fall off of like a, a, a stair set that's like missing a bunch of stairs. It's like yeah. what the fuck? Because Masako tries to like look down and look for him and call for them and doesn't hear anything. Yeah. Um, it's it's really, crazy. So, yeah, yeah. So, she, so, you know, uh, who knows where they went, but now she's separated from them. Uh, uh, you know, so you're like, oh shit. Like, now it's they're so starting much- to split up and this yeah. is not good. But yeah, we, we, we cut back to Rhea, Rhea and uh, she ends up making it back to the car. Uh, That's all. <laughs> she, she has, she has trouble uh, getting it to start at first. Uh, but then she ends up putting it in a park and gets the car to start. Um, she heads back to the main gate, um, opens the gate, and the, but then when she gets back into the car, she gets attacked. But it's not by the masked killer. It's just like this creepy-looking guy in like a tattered, dirty shirt. Uh, he starts choking her, and he starts saying some weird shit. He talks about how, uh, if I kill trespassers, I'll be freed. They promised me. 
And he starts like violently choking on her, talking about how killing her is going to be easy, and he wants to enjoy this. And you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, dude, it's it's gnarly. I think, I mean, I may be wrong, but I think that that might be the dude from that was like, you know, in, possibly in the hole that was earlier. gagged. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's I guess like, I didn't. I guess I didn't. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't take too good of a look, but you could. Be, you're probably right. So you know, but anyway, like you said, he just like brutally starts choking her. Uh, this kind of and you know kind of cuts away from that back to. Um, you know, back to Mako running, mm-hmm. uh, down, you know, and she finally gets to a room where, you know, like she's able to like shut, shut a door, she, you know, prop something against it thinking like, you know, maybe this will stop, uh, the, you know, whoever's potentially chasing her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, it's, it's just desperate, man. Like you just get the sense of like all of a sudden desperation, you know, cause oh my she like God, falls yeah. down she's just, you know, like hysterical crying and stuff and which is yeah, understandable you know i'm glad that they put that in there for sure because yeah. like you said it's just seems like it's at this point where she's like accepted the fact that um she's in this super dire situation you know and that she's she's probably gonna die you know yeah yeah it's it's just it, you know get it, it it, I, I don't know. It's just well done. And uh, this kind of leads, you know, eventually, like, the door gets busted open and uh, the killer ends up getting his, like, you know, getting getting her, you know. And there's a series of, like, it's, like, all shot. You see kind of, like, the unfolding action through the strobe light flashes of the camera, you know. It's, it's very disorienting. It is, um, but it's also just, it's also really cool. I mean, it's disorienting it on purpose, but, and, it, and it's really it, effective. You know what I mean? It, I agree. Uh, cause like, it's like he, oh man, does he like, he like stabs her in the hand or something like that in this, well, or slices her hand, you know? Cause like, she like, she like grabs the blade. That's what it is. Um, okay. That's why she gets her hand he, sliced. He, he slowly pulls it out. Um, she looks at the damage in her hand and then faints. Um, so you're like, well, you know, that's probably not the end of that. Um, and then we cut back to, uh, what's happening in the car with Rhea and this, this like, um, this next like minute and a half, uh, it was really hard to watch. Um, I've said it before. Uh, I've said it before that I am not a fan of, uh, scenes in movies that have sexual assault in them. Um, yeah, it's, I, just, it's just a gross rape scene. Like, I, yeah, I, I, I've said it before where unless it's like an absolutely integral part of the plot, which it normally never is, uh, I'm not a fan of it. Um, yeah. For, for, for a multitude of reasons. Yeah, no, I agree. This is, this was one of the, one of the negative points, uh, in in the movie for me it's because it's like it's like this like like unnecessary uh sexual assault scene Mm -hmm. and you know it was like it was like you know it was the dude was killing her choking her out and stuff like that like that could have been enough you know Mm -hmm. Um, yeah i agree but uh yeah they took it they took it a little like a little further than i i you know i i care for he Uh, also he, he does it there is an interesting like line of dialogue though where 
Uh, while this is happening, she asks him if it's a group of people, and he replies, uh, they are two, but two in one. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, exactly. Is that supposed to mean? And so, you know, as I also, I also forgot to mention that, like, while part of this is happening, you, uh, you get a shot, uh, where, um, the gate is behind them and the gate seems to like, uh, uh, uh close and lock by itself. And you're kind of yeah. like, what the hell? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's bizarre. Then, you, exactly, uh, you're just sort of like, again, it's like one of those things that you're just, yeah, you're just like, what is happening around them? <laughs> and but, even more so in this, in this next part where, uh, you know, she tries, she's trying to fight him off. Uh, he's obviously too powerful, um, for her. He starts choking her again. And out of nowhere, this blade, like, comes through breaks one of the windows uh uh stabs through him and he like coughs up a bunch of blood on her uh and he it kills him um she like gets his limp body off of him she starts to climb out of the car and this is the other like i'm gonna let you uh talk about it this time but this is the other like super amazing exceptional kill in this movie that was something that could have came out of uh, uh, once again could have been in an Argento movie or a Bava movie you know it, it, it was I loved it I loved it it was so great and so unexpected yeah man I mean it's just uh, you know it's like the way they shot it mm-hmm. uh, is really is really cool because like you know as she's trying to exit the vehicle uh, just from the darkness you see just like you know wire hoop kind of fly out of nowhere and next thing you know it's it's around her neck and it she starts getting her like her body starts being lifted off the ground and like like kind of bent around the shape of the car as she's getting dragged up on top of the the vehicle and yeah. you can see this uh, the shot of the wire you know digging into her throat and causing bleeding and she ends up getting pulled like over the top of the vehicle uh, she, you know, she's she she dies, but like the the you see her body just kind of slumped over on the ground on the on the opposite side of the vehicle that she left, mm-hmm. and uh, the killer, you know, you you kind of see again, sort of like from the almost from the waist down, you see a shot of him like next to the body and then like walking off, and but it's yeah, it's it's like it's uh, an effective kill. But oh it's also God, yeah. in a lot of ways like it's it's like a minimal. Uh, they they did like they did certain things that really make it pop. But there's you know they t- like they didn't go overboard with this type of uh, of of kill. And, and okay. I think it was I I think it was really well done. How you you know it was kind of like a quicker thing. It wasn't necessarily like drawn out too much. So mm-hmm. you get the shot you know of her being dragged. You get the you know like you know the 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 shot of like the wire in the neck like i said but, but yeah. it's like it's like just Shots enough like to make you un- to make you uncomfortable but interested you know what i mean yeah uh, shots like that of like someone getting like choked by razor wire or like uh, a garrote wire like it's always so gnarly to me so yeah. it was really effective absolutely like you said the killer like double checks that she's dead um and then we cut you know, we go back to Nami. Um, 
and she seems to wake up on like the roof of the building yeah uh, with no idea like no explanation as to how she got there yeah yeah and she seems to be as confused as uh the viewer is yeah. um she's shot you know she's like where am i uh uh you know she's alone and then that mysterious man we we learn his name in this in this sequence his name's uh Desuki, but that mysterious man from earlier you know uh uh, uh like taps her on the shoulder um and they talk about how he he says he asks her how many and she says how many what and he says how many of you died uh including him and then it it pans over and we see Kondo's decapitated head you're like well fuck yeah (laughs) it's funny he like flicks open his his, like you know his lighter his like zippo and like shines the light on you know in that direction that's you know when you see the severed head uh and it's not the first time like i really like i kind of I, i like that they sort of went in parts of this movie uh you know like they utilize the lighter you know as being like the only light source that they have mm-hmm. and i and i, I always kind of like that in these like, sort of like dark uh you know like haunted places or like you know in this yeah. like, thing a derelict place while they're exploring it. it just gives a certain edge to everything you know i agree um, but yeah so you know she kind of like you know breaks falls to her knees breaks down she's like you know because uh, uh, I mean, basically, at least two people you know of for sure have died, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, she's, yeah. Very distraught. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Uh, so, you know, he kind of helps her up and, and it jumps to this next scene where they're sitting on like a stairwell. Mm-hmm. And that's when you find like part of the dialogue mentions that this was an old military base that he used to play in as a as a boy. With his uh, brother. Yeah, yeah with his brother. Uh, and that he's there looking for his brother. That's right. That's right. Yeah. He, and, he yeah. also talks. He, he he talks about like not being good at talking to people, and he mentions something about how you know he grew up being behind concrete walls. Yeah. Um, super weird. Yes, but yeah, and so exactly, you're just like there's something off about this guy. Uh, totally. You know, and before the you know before the conversation goes too far, he uh, I don't know hears something or sees something quote unquote, and uh, like pulls out his, a gun and like kind of ends up like you know pursuing something in the into the other room. Yeah, down, down the, the stairwell. stairwell. Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Who are you? What are you up to?" Obviously in Japanese, but uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he. He yeah, and then he like lets out like a like a like a like a slight like yell of pain, um, and she comes down to check on him, uh, and he pulls like a it's like a I don't know if it was like a piece of like a pole or a piece of like small piece of rebar or whatever it was, but he pulls this like sharp object that out of his shoulder, um, and tell and you know tells her don't move. He uh, heads out in the hallway. And just starts firing off shots, but no one appears to be there. Um, and then he then he fires another one and then runs off. And you're like, what? Like, is he seeing something like we're not seeing? Like, you know? Yeah, exactly. You, you, it's like you just you don't understand it. Like, you're just sort of like, is OK, is he in pursuit right now of that? Like, mm-hmm. is he? You know, to me, at this point in the movie, that dude's the the prime suspect. You know, 
that's because fair. he's just that's he's fair. just mysteriously appearing uh, every now and then and you're just like who the fuck are you man good point uh, Anyway, so so this leaves Nami by herself once again, and she's, you know, making her way down yet another hallway. Um, you know, it's dark and, you know, all that good stuff. Uh, but, you know, then she hears, uh, you know, her friend Mako, like, you, you know, he's like, like asking her for help. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, then there's like a like shot like Mako's like on TV on a, one of the random TVs strewn throughout this building. Yeah, it's just like in the middle of the hallway. <laughs> yeah, and and you know, like all of a sudden, her you know, and the shot of Mako is like her face is like covered in white paint, and she's like asking Nami for help, and you know, uh, this basically leads you know Nami eventually like kind of comes to the door that she thinks Mako's behind. Well, real quick, she she also comes across like a wall of TVs. Yeah, uh, more TVs, yeah. And they they pop, they pop on with the same video and they tell her uh um uh on the right at the far end of the corridor and then they power off and you're, you're just kind of like confused like um you know, like did did like you're kind of confused cuz you're like did Mako like hear what because because this whole time Nami's like where are you you know where are you and so you're kind of like did she hear like uh what Nami was saying like how was she able to communicate that so it is yeah but like you said she ends up coming yeah. across um the door that she believes that Mako's behind uh, and then it pans to the other side um and you're introduced to a a, 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 a really sticky situation that's you know set up in the other room yeah man it's as a viewer you get it's a really tense uh sh- you know shot because you basically see this trap that's set up mm-hmm. um you know the where the the door handle that mako is at or that nami is at is um like has a you know a wire that's tied to the trigger of what appears to be a crossbow and the crossbow set up directly uh facing Mm-hmm. Uh, Mako, who's tied up against the wall, and there's also a, a chair in front of the door handle too. So yeah, yeah it, it, it's pretty fucking cool. You're like, because it has a great shot where, like I said, it pans to the other side, and you see this wire, like you said, this wire, like wire cord, like attached to the door handle, and then it follows the cord for a while. It's like a pretty long shot. It follows the cord for a while, um, and then you see it around the handle of the sh- crossbow, and you're like, oh shit. This is another thing where you know this movie came out in eighty in eighty eight. Um, you gotta wonder if you know some of the people behind the Saw franchise or some of like the torture porn of the early two thousands, like maybe saw this, you know, or not. But I just feel like it, you know, it's in, it's interesting. Oh um, yeah, and it dude. really it, it really ups the stakes because um, there's a similar scene like this in. Uh, uh, I forget if it's in the collection or the collector, but there's like a similar scene because um, she obviously wants to get in there, bust the door down. And, uh, you know, Mako has a gag in her mouth so she can scream, stop, no, don't come in all she wants, you know, but she's not going to be able to get through to Nami. Um, yeah. But uh, we get a kind of a surprise type of scenario because 
Nami ends up, you know, after banging on the door for a while, ends up uh, busting through, causing the trap to go off. But uh, the crossbow fires and the arrow, um, you know, misses her by a couple inches. Yeah. So as a viewer, you're like, ooh, like that's a relief. You know, that this, this trap didn't uh, uh, work out the way it was planned. However, <laughs> that ain't that ain't the end of it, man. Oh my! I did not see this coming either. I was, I, I, I thought it was going to be the trap uh, failed, and you know she uh, releases her friend, but it throws you another nice little uh, surprise here. Yeah, because Nami trips into a different cord that mm-hmm. then triggers a blade to come you know down from the ceiling and just right into mako's the side of mako's fucking head it's beautiful and yeah so mako gets the axe and like the the blood work again is just really fucking well done oh my Um, god yeah you know and 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 so and it is a really effective scene because you think that nami's gonna rescue her and then badoom no uh it's so great. It's it just, yeah, man, it's just a roller coaster of a scene. Yeah. You know, like you said, it, you, you see this tense situation. You, as a viewer, know it's about to happen, but uh, it subverts your expectations. And then, wham, the second fucking trap comes in and she dies in a brutal way. And you're like, holy shit. Yeah. So, and, and then, like, inexplicably, uh, like yeah it's like it's like it's like somebody was firing off like roman candles at at nami or, or something and so you know there's just these like these like sh- i don't know flashes of like sparks know, yeah yeah that and that that they cause her to kind of stumble backwards and then you know uh i can't I, I can't remember if you see the killer in the doorway just yet but but there's like you know all of a sudden like she gets kind of backed into a wall and these like you know arrows just come flying out at her and they're like narrowly missing her but almost like pinning her to the wall because they're so close to her frame you know yeah it's 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 pretty what's cool it's cool though because like you said you see the killer but he's not holding the crossbow it's just the killer's like standing in this doorway and these arrows are firing off and all this shit's going on you're like well how is this happening you know it's cool because the killer ends up like walking out of the door you know uh she like uh is able to you know rip herself free from the wall um and then uh uh she kind of gets a little uh um cocky uh and says you're never going to beat me and then one more arrow flies through and just impales her through the leg yeah um and then mr timing uh runs in you know uh runs in pop pop like fires off like another shot or two <laughs> he's, he's always seeing the killer pop. <laughs> yeah he like fires off like another shot or two into where the killer was and then comes over you know uh, uh kind of tends to nami um pulls uh the arrow out of her leg tells her you know it didn't hit bone you're gonna be okay asks her if she can walk and then you see them they're they're walking through like a hallway now and sort of like before he's using his lighter um and tells her that he knows a secret not only does he tell her that he knows a secret path uh but that uh he saw the culprit and that it's a kid which makes no sense you're just like what Mm -hmm. yeah 
Yeah, and so you know, it it's just crazy. He and at one point in this scene, you know, right after mention, you know, mentioning the kid, uh, he tries to hand Nami the lighter that he's using, and it and it burns her hand almost because it's super hot, and she drops it, mm-hmm. and uh, you're just like, I mean, makes sense, but yeah, yeah, because she 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 also kind of like looks at it weird and like. Like notices that you know it was hot to the touch for her, but not for him, and she kind of like, like wildly stares at him. Um, yeah. She's you know, starting it, to question this random stranger she met in this derelict building. Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, they. <laughs> it's a good point, but um, they end up like uh, you know continuing on. Uh, they head down through like a hole in the ground, um, and then they're walking through a tunnel. Uh, she talks about, you know, her job and how she thinks that this was a a lunatic fan that's behind this. Um, he starts to get chest pains, falls to the ground. Uh, he lights up another cigarette and then he tells her about his nerves being fried and how his brother is the same way. Yeah. So it's it's super bizarre. It, it's a, it's a weird little sequence, but I do again, like one of it's, to me, one of the best paced moments is this tunnel scene where they're talking. When he gets the chest pains, I just mm-hmm. love how fucking cool he seems. Not that I'm at, I'm I'm not saying the smoking's cool, kids. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm not. But but he looks so fucking cool in this like the way he casually like he's like he's like oh yeah he's talking about these chest pains and then he just pulls out a stove and lights it up while he's like having these heart pains or whatever and it's but it's just like the the pace of it all it's just slow enough to make you appreciate like like the human moment between them mm-hmm. between these two you know she hands him the lighter uh you know and that's that's when you have the discussion about like you know how he doesn't feel it and shit yeah but, yeah it's just i don't know it's a really interesting fucking like i don't know cool scene but mm-hmm. yeah you're right like i forgot that he mentions that his brother doesn't is the same way mm-hmm. and, you know it's it's you like just, you said you're yeah you're kind of like sitting there more and more like you know there's more questions that are maybe like starting to form in your mind you know with some of the dialogue that's happened um so they end up getting up and uh uh she mentions how you know she's kind of scared but that she's happy she's not alone um and then he asks her if she knows how to use a gun he tells her to take it tells her that the exit is just ahead that he's gonna go back and find his brother yeah he has this line he's like i'm not afraid of that brat <laughs> as he's like that's right yeah. back into the building uh you know and she gives him the the lighter back uh because she's you know close to the exit anyway which makes sense mm-hmm. um it's, you know so you see her kind of crawling out of uh i don't know like a i don't know great opening or something out of the yeah. ground and you know gun in hand you follow up with him he's uh like he's in this room all of a sudden with like all these other things there's like a, he like uh, there's like a bottle of whiskey like some like you see, mirror. Like, like, yeah you you see like uh like conditioner on the counter and stuff like that and all these photos kind of along the edge of the mirror and so it looks like i mean it, it looks like he's been living there almost you know in this scene because there's all this stuff and and then he starts putting white paint on his cheeks 
and you're just like, oh shit, dude, this is the fucking white paint that was on Mako's face. Like, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know? And, yeah. And so you kind of, and then you, you kind of follow, slowly follow Nami as she like limps back to the car through mm-hmm. like this foggy, you know, grassy kind it's of almost like a dream. Area. It's almost like a dream like like scene, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But she it quickly becomes a nightmare though. <laughs> 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 she, she like you know, she stumbles up upon Rhea's body. Yes. And that's when, you know, she realizes like, you know, and she has this great like uh, I think it like it was a really great scene by the actress. Where totally. She, you know, she was like, you know, like you asked to go home, like you wanted to get out of here. This is my fault. And she she starts crying over her friend's, you know, body. Uh, yeah. Taking it's, like absorbing the blame for her death. You know. Yeah, it's a pretty solid and effective monologue. I agree. Yeah. You know, it, it's it, cool, it, I, and that's why I, I, one of those things I really appreciate about this movie is that they have those moments, those like, you know, like really kind of like in this weird way attach you to these characters. Totally. Um, you know, and yeah. and, and you know, the, the so you know, subsequently the killer seems to like you know up, uh, come uh, basically like the way that Nami just came, and she sees him like the killer in time just to like you know, get up and hide behind the vehicle. Yeah, she it's hides like, behind like the wheel well to where, you know, she's not in, in view. Yeah. And so the killer basically comes up and the, the you know, obviously the uh the body of the of of the other guy's still in the vehicle also that and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he the killer just walks up and like chains up both the bodies and just starts dragging them off, you know. Mm-hmm. And, which is you're just like what like what's he gonna do with the bodies now um well yeah he's probably you know obviously he wants to move them so they're not you know just out in plain sight uh uh, yeah like and so you know the the, but there's like then you have this like moment with nami right like totally you're 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 almost out of it you know what i mean and and she knows that she goes up to the gate and and opens the gate and then turns around and closes it. Oh and man. Just, and that's when you're just like, oh shit, man, she ain't fucking around anymore. Like not at know, all. Because the shots and this is kind of all cut with these shots of the killer, like I said, dragging the bodies away. And you get these great like uh you know shots of the of the bodies, you know, being dragged over the grass and it's just kind of slow paced a little bit you know it, it, i don't know it just gets under your skin a bit and uh tsunami turns around has a moment in the vehicle finishes off this like can of iced coffee from earlier uh and like i couldn't know, tell yeah i couldn't tell if it was beer or coffee or what it was it was earlier in the movie they mentioned that like when they like uh condo i think is drinking out of it like he like it's like they mentioned this coffee oh, and that, okay, so that's the okay. only way i knew that yeah i was like i was just like oh, it's random but anyway so you know she nami grabs a flashlight out of there that works and still has the gun and yeah. decides to follow the killer back inside she also like grabs a hair tie and ties her hair up yeah. and you you know usually when a woman does that it's like she means business yeah. you know it's not so, fucking around. Yeah, but it was over. such a surprise. <laughs> like, 
like you said, you know, uh, when I was watching the movie and she, um, you know, opens the gate and then cl- like lo- closes it again, I paused it to see how much time was left. And I was like, hmm, you know what I mean? Like, you know, th- this isn't the end just yet. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, she, she, you know, she ends up heading back to uh, the follow in the back in the direction of the killer heads, you know, heads back into that tunnel, comes up through the way that she left. Uh, just, and you start to hear these like, you, you, at first, I thought it was a voiceover, but we quickly learn that it's not. But I thought it was like a voiceover of, uh, and um, this, Dasuki had briefly mentioned earlier that his brother's name is Hideki. So we get this voiceover of Hideki's mom, which I thought was a voiceover. But uh, anyway, so she she ends up uh, going into this room and, and closing the door behind her. And then we see uh, uh, it's that room that Dasuki, Dasuki was in earlier. There's a bed, there's a fridge, uh, there's like multiple TVs with broadcasts, like like tapings of her broadcast playing on them. Yeah. She comes across a, a, a picture of a little boy with his mom, and there's like a bunch of pins poked through uh, the mom. Um, yeah, it's creepy, man. Because mm-hmm. and, and there's like, you know, all these monitors pl- that are playing... And I couldn't tell if they're. Pl- it looked like they were playing clips, perhaps of her of Nami. They were. That's what I'm saying. Was it was like clip, okay, yeah, clip, yeah. Clip, clips of like her broadcast or something. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's it's so you know it's, it it's very it's getting very clear here that somebody definitely lured her here. You know yeah, I mean, in, in, like in particular, it's, it wasn't just about all of them. It was about her. You know? Absolutely. And then out of nowhere, like this, like a uh, taper, like tape recorder pops on um and it's like more of uh hideki's mom and then it stops and nami uh like seems to think that um that this person thinks that she's his mom yeah um she peers out through the door sees the killer uh like dragging another body and there's this cool shot where the killer uh drags the body and sets it down and then reaches down for the hand and pulls out like and ha- like it's like the hand is like uh, bisected from the body. Yeah. But then this is when the movie starts to take a turn where she hears the person and it sounds like this uh, Dasuki's voice, but the person's talking to themselves and is using two different voices. Um, the killer falls to the ground and clutches its chest, kind of like he was doing earlier. Uh, and then see, and then eyes Nami in the room, and so you're like, oh shit, like what the fuck is going on? Yeah, dude, it's and you know like some of the w- w- random dialogue that's you know happening between these two voices is, is like, you know, one of them being like, you know, like why did you let her escape? And mm, then you know the answer, right. the answer being like, you know, like he ain't like oh it's so, it was a great like it was like isn't isn't killing five in one day enough for you? and so you know like whatever this is the fucking bloodthirsty man yeah and Um, the and the the one voice is kind of more like higher pitched it's kind of like a it's like a kid yeah 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 that fucking brat (laughs) but yeah you're right so the killer then then you know like it sees nami and uh goes into the room that she's in shutting the door behind it Uh uh-huh 
and you know nami trying to hide behind like a like a shelf and then like accidentally trips over like trips the cord and like cuts the power to the tv so clearly the killer knows that nami's in there um but then like casual like a motherfucker the like the killer just starts you know like like leans against the wall crosses his arms and starts like you know mention you know starts saying like like why did you come back like you know you should have left kind of stuff um yeah and so it's a you know at this point whether without even revealing the face you know who is under there yeah because he, he he says like you know i told you to leave yeah uh and asks her if her if her research is that important um you know she tells it she calls him a psycho and tells him to stop acting like he's two people tells him to take off his mask um and he does and you know he's got like you said he's got some like weird like it almost looks kind of like tribal like like white face there's like three white stripes on each side of his cheek um she tells him she wants to go to the police or else she'll shoot him and he seems to kind of like uh cooperate like he he leaves the room before her and she starts following uh he tells her that it's best to shoot him now and that he doesn't care what happened because he doesn't care what happens because he's fed up with it all yeah uh, he talks about how he's like lived alone for so long and never having friends it's like it's it's wild like the the, the actor just mm-hmm. looks i i mean like one of the best things about this scene is like he just has like this expressionless look on his face mm-hmm. and he just like really to me just looks dead inside yeah like there's yeah. like like his eyes are vacant and just like you know and so and it just leads right into what he's saying you know it, it, like get, kill me now get it over with i'm fed up with this anyway you know and so you're just like fuck dude like it just really hit me you know like this this the whoever like, there's some good performances for sure yeah I, dude it was so surprising i'm so uh but you know uh this you know nami doesn't shoot him right kind of keep tries to keep this dialogue going but then like all of a sudden sort of like an earlier with those like sparkler flashes or whatever like like parts of the building just start blowing up <laughs> like, like, not catching, like not, yeah. yeah and catching fire yeah uh, almost like that it's like flames are like emitting um, but it's it's happen it happens like it's so random and then it happens like all throughout this room and it causes nami to like be to get disoriented and to lose balance and then at one point gets you know knocked over and she like drops the gun and it and then also, wa- yeah yeah and then like water starts falling uh yeah, uh, yeah like the sprinkler from- system somehow still works in this building or something like yeah that's what it looks like yeah yeah sparks are like continuing to like emit uh he tells her to run um and you can see that like the chest pains are starting to get worse and worse yeah. uh she tries to run off but it seems like flames are like impeding her path uh, and causing fires. So she actually heads back to uh, Dasuki. Um, and uh, he, you know, he's telling uh, Hideki to stop it. Uh, he rises to his feet, uh, begging her to shoot him. And so she does shoot him. Uh, she, she uh, you know, there's like a good like blood splatter. Um, she ends up kneeling down next to him and he tells her to shoot him one more time to finish him off. Yeah. Uh, she refuses and then oh man <laughs> that's what i mean where yeah. it's like like you really thought you had the direction of this movie 
up until this point up until this moment right fucking here where, yeah. where she kneels right next to him and he calls her an idiot <laughs> and then all of a sudden his chest like a fucking xenomorphs trying to come out of it or something starts like you know pull like popping outward and then all of a sudden like bah, this like you know big burst of like blood comes out and then this like oh my god dude this like it, it just it, he's just like profusely bleeding out of his chest as something slowly popping out and it's this like weird like bloody muscular looking veiny sack of sack yeah that, like, kind of slowly comes oozing out of his fucking chest and it it, it it looks alive because of the way it's crawling slowly away from him it's and so he, bizarre it's man. so bizarre dude but uh, you know and he's like he's like no hideki like you know like yeah, so he's talking to it and you're like what yeah. the fuck is this and then even further like like the the sack uh, starts pulsating and then uh, out comes this bloodied fetus yeah and it's also like it's also like cooing like a child dude it's oh my god it's so fucking wild man it is yeah just like you said it starts growing in size and it does it looks like Oh man, it, it it is so wild. Yeah, uh, like I was just not prepared for it. You know, I was just like, "Whoa, what the fuck!" And you know, Dasuki sitting there being like, you know, in his like dying breaths, like Hideki, come back. You know, like like he want like like I don't even like I don't even know. Like they they have this like weird <laughs> symbiotic thing going mm -hmm. on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. Because uh, that's yeah. right, Dasuki like mentions like you like you like no, you'll die like being exposed or whatever, you know. Uh, yeah. Oh my god, it's so fucking wild. So yeah, she she ends up heading back into like their bunker room. Um, she locks the door, but then this like hole in the wall starts to burn. Yeah, uh, it's a cool shot. It is a cool shot, and then it cuts back to more of these like black and white choppy sequences. Uh, uh, and then this like tendril ends up descending, uh, wraps around her neck. She looks up and on the ceiling is like the weird, like fetus, like, uh, bloody, uh, like, I don't even know how to describe it. Uh, yeah. um, uh, you know, it's cho this tendrils choking her. Yeah. Uh, then Dasuki runs in, uh, grabs it, like shoves it back inside his chest, freeing the tendrils grip. Uh, he tells her that it's okay and it'll all be over soon. And then he stabs himself like in the chest with something. Um, yeah. Like, like he, Oh my God, dude. It's fucking insane. Like, cause then he, yeah, he like, even falls for, on it or whatever. Right. Yeah. I don't know. We know what it was, but yeah, he like falls on it where, where Hideki would be like stabbing him. He falls onto the ground and then fucking like bursts into flames. Dude. and burns to a fucking crisp yeah uh, oh man. and at this you know you know as if everything that already happened like wasn't traumatizing enough like you can tell that nami is like not okay um and no. and once again you think it's like over there but she no, she man. starts to leave and and out of fucking nowhere <sighs> 
the the burnt charred body just jumps up and starts attacking her again dude it, uh, it was it was so it was such a surprise such a good surprise like it got me i was like oh shit mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah and you, yeah and, and 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 so you know like not only does it attack her but you're just like how the fuck is it still functioning yeah and you know so they you know they have this they have a struggle and it you know eventually you know like you think nami's gonna get the axe at this point because it looks like it's getting the upper hand but then nami uh finds like a piece of glass or something sharp you know some shard on the ground like stabs the thing and like it causes the charred body to fling backward out of this window and, and this was like a really cool this was some really cool action if you ask me because like like you know it flings out the window and you're just like okay as a viewer you're like like nothing has killed this thing so far it was a charred fucking body mm -hmm. uh and so i thought as she nami slowly kind of like looks out the window you know you're gonna see that body gone but but what you see is like the, the body you know on impact some of it just turned to dust you know what i mean and so like you're like it leads you to believe like okay it's fucking over now because it's like in pieces yeah yeah so there's like there's like a head a hand like a like a like a leg but there's just no yeah. way it can come back from that right like it's you know and it, it was it was epic um then we get this weird shot where like it was epic it was awesome because because like we said when, when the charred body was attacking it it has this like quick shot of his chest and it looks like uh like hideki's eye or something is like looking out at her through a slit and that's what she stabs yeah um but yeah it's this like weird like slow motion type shot where she uh, uh is walking through the building and it almost looks like sparkles or glitter is like falling from this from the ceiling yeah. um uh she picks up the flashlight she like rips off like uh charred fingerprints from her neck um and then it cuts to you know, presumably uh, a couple of days later, um, you know, she's waking up in a hospital bed and, uh, you know, what you, what you, you, you know, from the conversation, you're led to believe this is a policeman because he talks about how they couldn't identify the charred body and that they also didn't find anything. Uh, the, the Hideki that she described, uh, he talks about how it's something that couldn't exist uh, and that he's going to remove it from the records. Yeah, he's basically just like, like, don't like what you've said doesn't make any sense. So don't tell don't tell anybody that. And like, we're gonna not report that part of it. And like, right. you know, complete victim denial. Which, which uh, you know, whatever. And then he tells her like, you know, get better and get back to work. He's <laughs> 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 like, fuck, dude. Uh, and you know presumably that's kind of what happens so you know the ne next shot is kind of back at the studio uh on the set of nami's late late night and you know you, you kind of think like all right everything's sort of going back to normal for her i guess you know yeah uh, it's yeah. like she wraps up an episode yeah you know goes uh she seems to be walking with a with a cane so yeah you know there, there's some after effects oh for sure you know like yeah like and and you know there's like um she goes to like wardrobe or something you know or other and you know uh <laughs> has a shot where she like you know like 
checking her checking her you know herself in the mirror for a moment mm-hmm. then she uh what is it like gets like like, oh yeah that's right the lighter dude so it's like somebody brings so, up brings her like a well, gift you know like something around yeah yeah one slowly of, yeah yeah one of her one of her colleagues is like hey uh somebody left this for you and it's like it's like an object uh wrapped in white cloth and she opens it and you already you just said what it was but yeah. she opens it and it's fucking dasuki's lighter yeah dude that fucking amazing music kicks in again uh, and then, yeah, you just get one hell of a fucking wild ass shock ending, dude. You know, like, like you had shock on shock on shock in this, like, you know, in this final, final part of the movie. But this scene, like, catches you so far off guard. Like, the lighter drops. Then, like, all of a sudden, Nami like reaches up to her throat, like something's like bothering her on her throat. And then, next thing you know, she's like falling over backwards. There's like this weird like explosion or something that kind of happens from her tummy. And like, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like blah, blood and stuff starts coming out. And then, emerging from uh, inside of her, pops out fucking disgusting, bloody fetus Hideki. And it looked like I mean, mommy. It look, oh my god, dude! It was such a gnarly way to just, and then it just, it just, boom, goes to credit. It goes it's, to like this, yeah. like fades into like this, like you know, negative sort of looking shot, like you, you know, you saw a sort of sprinkled throughout, and then credits, and you're just like, what the fuck just happened, man? <laughs> like, I dude, was, that, I was not, yeah. not expecting that. It, Oh man, I wasn't expecting any. You know, like I said, I was expecting maybe a C plus B minus rate. You know, low budget eighties horror movie. I, you know, judging by the uh, uh, after looking at it some more, but like the uh, the image on Shutter, like I didn't think it was going to be a Japanese movie. But like, dude, this movie was such a nice fucking surprise. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'll definitely be watching it again. It's definitely a movie that I'm going to like, um, uh, you know, encourage other people to see. Um, oh yeah, man. The, the, yeah, absolutely. I, I think, I think that like, particularly because it's a great example, like we've been talking about throughout this whole episode. Um, it's a great example of like, uh, you know, of, of, the influence that other horror directors and other visionaries in the in the genre have on other people, mm-hmm. you know, um, because there's so many like you know homages or so many things that are like you know can be pulled, you know, or directly tied to, to you know like particularly Italian horror movies. And so, um, dude, yeah, it's definitely going to be like uh, you know a rewatcher yeah, for sure. It, it oh, caught yeah. me off guard. I thought this movie was going to be trash. And oh, oh, yeah. and this movie uh, was like was just it just subverted expectations so much like uh, yeah I I, I could I can't recommend it enough if people haven't seen it honestly yeah and I don't think many people have uh, no <laughs> um, yeah, dude. what you do know, you give it what's what's your rating honestly I mean like this movie. Uh, I would say it's 
man like i i thought i was gonna give it like a low like you know again i thought i was gonna be like a, it was gonna be trash but i would give it like a fucking eight out of ten uh you know bloody fetus fetuses from your chest uh okay. you know eight out of ten yeah yeah it's just yeah. It's, it was such a it was it was it just got it it was awesome yeah what, what about you i was gonna give it an eight too i give it uh eight out of ten uh I'm feeling up today. <laughs> like what a what a I still was loud about like like what a way to like tell like what a fucking ridiculous like pickup line like you know or or way to explain that you're horny. I'm feeling up today. Dude. It was hilarious. Yeah, it dude, it's such great. a great I, I, I recommend this movie to anybody and everybody. Absolutely, um, man. It was such a such a like you said, I thought it was gonna be trash and it turned out to be uh treasure so do 100 uh yeah i i loved it uh evil dead trap again night from 1988 so you know it it kind of fits right into that you know some of those prime kind of years of uh of horror in general and so totally you know and i i mean i'm kind of intrigued to see uh some of the sequels just to see like if they how how long does this Hideki, uh, you know, uh, survive? Or is, is that the villain throughout the the sequels? You know, like, or if there, yeah, yeah, or if it's like know. some other weird story. Uh, I don't know. I, I just uh, it's just I mean because of the ending because of that just shock surprise ending. You're just like, where the fuck does it go from here? <laughs> That's true. Uh Hell yeah. Well, uh, oh, man. I mean, so have you real quick, have you seen the movie Terrifier? I don't think so. Oh, I, oh my God. It's I know. A, I know the sequels about to about to yeah. come out, right? So or? I'm I'm so fucking pumped because uh, the sequel is coming out on on this on a horror uh, service that I need. That's like kind of new uh, called called Screambox. OK, hmm. but I just found out like a day or two ago that it's going to be releasing in uh uh, for it's only like three days in Oct early October. It's gonna be releasing in like 700 uh, different theaters across the U.S. And just so happens it's gonna be playing uh, in Spokane. And I can't. I'm I'm definitely gonna go. Dope, uh, dude. Yeah, it is such a. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's a. The first one was super gory, super brutal, and apparently this one's supposed to uh, be even gnarlier. So I'm. I've been looking forward to it for a while. Man. Uh, and you know you meant you mentioned uh, that you're also about to go see Barbarian. Yeah, I'm gonna see that on Saturday. I, I I wanted to see it last weekend, but you know I was in town for the reunion weekend, so I'm gonna see Barbarian. I still want to see Pearl, uh, and then um, next weekend, Don't Worry, Darling uh, comes out, and I've been waiting for that for months. Yeah. Uh, so there's just so much good shit coming out soon, and then Smile comes out at the end of the month if you haven't heard about that go watch the trailer and then obviously next month you know halloween ends so that's the big one man yeah there's i cannot a fucking wait for halloween ends man right right but yeah i'll let you know how barbarian is because it's you know it's such a vague you know uh but i've heard nothing but good things yeah yeah you'll have to give us your hot take on the next episode totally uh hell yeah well uh, we, you know, we got another movie in the pipeline for episode for the next episode. Um, 
Yes. You know, and we'll keep uh, we'll keep churning them out. You know, Whack Arnold's Brothers is a is a weekly podcast, so keep following every week for that. Um, in terms of Old Heart Radio, I'm going to be converting some of the others to uh, every uh, couple of weeks. We'll have a new episode, but this one will stay as a as a staple of your weekly agenda. Dear hot dogs and corn dogs oh, alike. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. yeah I, I like doing this one weekly. The other ones are good for uh, sort of sort of spreading out. I think a little bit more, especially because we have just so we so many different podcasts now that we got to go through. So yeah, that is you, true. You know, Girl, we got we yeah. got whack arnold's brothers we got under further review we've got matinee edition about to come back um and we have you know all the stuff coming out from uh the the mold brain radio boys um you know so it's just you know good good spread so yeah didn't they like uh this last weekend they were like explaining how for like each album there's like three episodes like there's like an like an episode like before the review and then they do the review and then they do like another one after so it's kind of like yeah they they they're we're still trying to figure out the agenda like how to work all all three of what things that they record in the pipeline i feel like it it would just make more sense to put them all together but what do i know yeah yeah (laughs) i mean i yeah it's it's one of those like yeah being kind of like this like rotating you know podcast radio station kind of esque thing you have to rotate like how you post and play things and and although i don't want to i i i love their steam i i'm i'm trying to figure that out still so you know yeah there's gonna be some growing pains with the new stuff absolutely but yeah i think i think what they're doing is a good you know just the same as like i really thought that the idea for under for the review you know was cool you know i like the what their idea so yeah well and all three of them are just such lively fucking people that they make for really good banter between the three of them so you know check that shit out and episode four just posted on that one so we'll keep that moving but uh as always just thank you for listening follow along david plug plug uh plug your contest one more time at the end of the podcast here faces yeah. of war yep yep uh uh go to my instagram fitzyd27 the links in the bio it's free to vote daily there's six more days in the second round and the top 15 in each group make the cut so please please go vote tell your friends to go vote you know i would appreciate nothing more do it do it do it and on that note we'll leave episode 61 right here for you 62 is right around the corner never fear (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right well you uh everybody listening have a good fucking rest of the day or night wherever you're at in, the, in it we'll uh make sure to catch you on the next one yes uh-huh.